Can you go any faster? I pleaded, choking on the billowing herbal cloud. This is gonna set off the smoke detector. Reese laughed. Relax, it'll only take another minute. He continued to wave the smoke around me in the rest of the sunroom, eventually pressing the bundle of burning sage into a heat-proof container. I handed him the drawing he'd brought, watching him reproduce the symbol on the page with salt across the floor around me. Satisfied with the outcome, Reese joined me in the middle of the makeshift protection circle, just as his watch sounded off, declaring it midnight. Ready? Following each step as instructed, we both took a seat and added the ingredients into the very same container with the burnt sage. A sprig of rosemary, one ginger root, a stem of devil pod, and a dash of paprika. He nodded. I looked at the sheet in front of me and rolled my eyes. Why do these things always have to rhyme? Just read it, Reese insisted, unable to resist a small smile. Thy enemy of mine, thy evils that bind, hear these words to banish your right. Undo this prince's hex, the spell undone. Break thy unholy bond that forever unites us as one. I took the candle Reese just lit, letting the flames flicker over the section of parchment in my hand. I dropped the burning paper into the container, watching the name Citri, the official name of Hell's Crown Prince, slowly blacken over with soot as it set the other ingredients ablaze as well. Reese took hold of my hands, both our eyes focusing on the burning pot until everything was reduced to a pile of ash. Neither of us breathed as he finally released his grip, letting me unfold my left hand. I immediately groaned, practically collapsing onto the hardwood floor. This is hopeless. Reese bit the inside of his cheek, clearly unhappy with the results or lack thereof as well. Madsen did say these things don't always enact immediately. I could take a few minutes, or even a few hours. Yeah, if it worked at all. I rubbed angrily at the skin on my ring finger. That blasted mating rune was still tattooed there, just as black and permanent as ever. Just give it a little time. Who are we kidding, Reese? We've already tried over two dozen different casts, and it's been the same damn outcome. Nothing. I'm still linked to that monster. It had been two months since Blaine had bitten me, infecting me with the demonic virus that had turned me into not only a dark mage, but also his eternal mate. Yep, I was officially his runaway princess bride from hell. Mere months ago, I was just a normal 17-year-old. Now I was up to my ass in demonology and covered in ancient rune tattoos. After that bastard bit me, fang marks weren't the only souvenirs he gave me. With the demonic virus in my blood now, my runes were far easier to enact, particularly on accident. They were controlled purely by emotions, so anytime I'd get angry or upset or even too happy, my arm would light up like a freaking Christmas tree and it was anybody's guess as to what would happen. I'd ripped doors clean off their hinges, shattered drinking glasses with a mere touch, and even set off every car alarm in a hotel parking lot with a flick of the wrist. And if Dr. Madsen's research was correct, I couldn't risk triggering any of them. 
Since my runes were linked to Blaine's, they could act as a homing device, leading him right to me. I'd finally settled into a new home, and I didn't want to have to uproot again just to keep running. But it didn't end there. I'd gained what I later learned was referred to as clairsentience. I could now sense people's emotions, smell them even. If someone was upset, a faint metallic scent would waft in the air. Anger was bitter. Happiness was floral. And lust? Lust was by far the sweetest, like apple dipped in sugar. The last proved the most problematic. It appeared to be the most common sin which seemed to trigger my own new pair of fangs. As soon as the tang hit my nose, I knew to close my eyes and cover my mouth, or else risk having others see my elongated canines and glowing red eyes. And you thought you had problems. Plus, you know how in all those movies and television shows where a vampire can't come inside someone's house without an invitation? Yeah, well, I quickly learned the hard way, but the same went for anything demonic, including me. Only once someone told me that I could come in, could I? Otherwise, it felt like hitting a brick wall. At least it wasn't as bad as I feared. Seeing how other demonic creatures like hellhounds and demons acted crazy, murderous, and without empathy, I thought for sure after being infected that I'd wake up one morning having turned into an evil bitch. Yet eight long weeks had gone by, and I had yet to turn to the dark side. And although I may have been vampiric given my fangs and whatnot, I hadn't yet suffered from blood cravings, and I didn't burst into flames when I stepped out into the sun. Silver linings, I supposed. But this thing, this damn mating bond, I had to, had to find a way to break it. Not only could Blaine use it to possibly track me, but it linked us. Our lives were tethered together, which meant that if I died, so would he, and vice versa. How could you defeat an enemy like that? How could you overcome someone who would keep hunting you down till he claimed you as his own? If he'd use you to awaken powers confined to hell, how could you eliminate such evil if you couldn't kill it? Reese and I crashed into my bed after cleaning up the salty mess in the sunroom. The heat of his body warmed my back as we lay beside one another on the plush mattress. 